everyone and welcome back to the second episode of Half a Nice Day. I'm your co-host Janine. And I'm your other co-host Joshua. And once again everyone, thank you for tuning in for the second episode. First one was a success. My honest feedback though, I could have been better but... You did well, come on, you did, I did well. I did well but... You know, your biggest critic is yourself. So yeah. I just thought that I could have been funnier or more you enlightened. Are funny. But but like what? Thank you so much. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Getting feels Stopped over him in here, his guys. tracks. But uh, it was a good episode. See what one compliment does to you. That was one compliment. Sorry, I never get complimented. <laughs> the nicest compliment I ever got was those are nice. That's a nice belt. <laughs> and I wasn't even wearing a belt. Those are nice <laughs> shoes. Like, those are nice black shoes. And I'm like, I'm barefoot. (laughs) (laughs) Leave me alone. But yeah, it was a good episode. Um, We learned along the way. Yeah. Um, That's why we would love your comments, feedback, suggestions. What you would like us to talk about. Yeah. Uh, See, you say I'm the perfectionist. In the first episode, you're like, Janine's a perfectionist. So we had to record this for like the fourth time. But actually, you are. No, I'm not the perfectionist at the moment. But after like listening to myself... I, that's when I started thinking, oh, a lot of things could have been done better. But I just want to jump right into it and learn along the way. And I yeah. think that's what we're going to do. And I'm really excited about this. So Yeah, I mean, there would always be something about something that you would say that would hinder you from just doing it. You know, all of your fears and you're like, oh, I'm not too good enough. Oh, I'm not too funny enough. Oh, I'm not this. Oh, I'm not that. But if you just do it. You'll get better along the way. And I remember that's what you also spoke about in our last episode. Yeah. Just jump right into it. Just jump right into it. And You'll get uh, better and exactly. better and better and better. Yeah. I wanted to talk about our fears because one of them, before we started talking about starting our podcast, we both wanted to have our podcast since, I don't know, a year, two years back. And I joined, you know, the Hello Mamster show podcast because I really wanted to start my own. But I just I just couldn't because of all of my fears. Oh, um, what if I fail? What if I'm not able to garner enough audience for it? What if I don't have enough time to do it? Because we both have our 96 jobs. Mm-hmm. And there's just a lot of negative thought that goes into your head when you want to start something. I totally agree, especially when you want to start your own passion project, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you always have those self-limiting beliefs where yeah. you think, oh, am I good enough? There's already a million people doing it. Yeah. Um, but what makes me going to, what's going to make me stand out if I do try something like that? Yeah. And that's where you just have to ground yourself, humble yourself, and then find out that I do have a niche. Mm-hmm. And Janine and I found our niche when we met because we did have a lot in common, which we did speak about in the previous episode. I hope you guys listen to that before you listen to this. So if you are listening to this and you haven't listened to the first episode, just stop this and go back to the first episode, listen to it, and then get back to this. Exactly. How about that, right? Yeah, it's like a season one and this is episode two and mm-hmm. you missed out on the episode one the pilot episode there you go yeah but i wanted to talk about our fears because i have a few that i wanted to talk about and one of them is i am claustrophobic 
Yeah. I'm pretty I, sure a lot of people are actually questioning. Yeah, I'm sure I share that with a lot of people. And mine is not extreme claustrophobia. Wait, claustrophobia? Explain for everyone. So claustrophobia is a fear of enclosed spaces. Okay. And I I started developing the fear because I got stuck in an elevator when I was young. So you know how in Dubai, the older elevators where it's like... Stairs? No, <laughs> <laughs> not the stairs but those really um small elevators and they can only carry up until two to three people yeah, inside yeah, yeah. of it those, yeah. and the the sliding doors are really heavy like pure pure metal and it only opens from one side right? it only opens yeah, it from one open side from the middle yes yeah and it opens and then another smaller one like opens and then closes the whole thing through mm-hmm. When we used to live in um, in Dera, in Murakabat, for those who don't live in Dubai, that's um, the area. That was like the downtown Dubai the, back then, right? I for would all say. our international listeners, it's the, it's the Florida of Dubai. <laughs> Florida of Dubai. I would say it was the downtown area back then. It was it was right? it was like it was a business center, district. Yeah. I would say, yeah. So we were in this four-story building and we lived in the second floor. Yes, we lived in the second floor. And there was a, a supermarket right next to our building. So from time to time my sister and I would go um to the supermarket. And I for some reason would always always take the elevator and my sister would take the stairs. Smart girl. Yes and no, because my sister was very very active and athletic and very slim and I was the chubby kid and now we understand why because I'm so lazy <laughs> and you have a fear of elevators uh, yeah not so. yet at that time okay, okay not yet so I got stuck in the elevator for some reason it just stopped halfway so this is going down this was going down okay so it stopped halfway from second floor to first floor and I was in between no. So and you were alone inside. I was alone because my sister started taking the stairs. Right, right, okay. Right. So it just shut down completely. The lights went off and it was pitch black. It was dark. I couldn't see anything. And this was the time when we didn't have cell phones that we used to carry around for us to get like a little bit of light or a flashlight or right. anything. It was dark. So imagine a little girl stuck in an elevator, pitch black. And nowhere to go. I've seen this movie before. It's a horror movie. <laughs> it's a horror movie. Wait, so how old were you at this point? I don't remember, but I think I was, I would say six, seven. I, I, that's how I would remember it. I think I was around six, seven. And what could old. you do at this time? Like you could just yell? I was yelling. Okay. I was yelling because I tried. So you know how there are different buttons to it. So you have one to fourth floor and then you have the ring emergency bell. Yeah, that never works. That so. never works. And then you have the stop button. Right. The so stop. the emergency stops. So I was trying to hit the um, the bell, the emergency button, but it wouldn't work because it completely shut down. So I think the electricity somehow stopped. Or the generator, I don't remember. Do you know if it was the whole building or just the this, elevator? I, can't, I actually can't remember. Okay. So I think I was stuck there for a good 20 to 30. I wouldn't say 30. Maybe that's a little bit of an exaggeration. Um, But I would say around 20 minutes, 20, 25 minutes. So imagine this little girl stuck in, that is true. in that a is cramped true. elevator. It was really tiny. It's not like 
those elevators that we have now, the fancy ones, where you have a window and you can see what's outside. And you have a mirror. There, that that had a mirror, actually. Okay. There was a mirror where you would take your selfies because everyone does that. When there's a good lighting inside of an elevator, you take that opportunity. Even if there's a stranger, just grab no, that opportunity. No, you don't do it when there's a stranger. You do it when you're alone. No, get a stranger to take <laughs> a selfie. <laughs> So, I was stuck in the elevator, started yelling. I think my sister noticed that, wow, my sister's taking so long to get down. Was your sister upset because <laughs> she was waiting down and you yes. had all the money? Yeah. And she was in the grocery already and she's like, she's like, where is no she? Money to pay for all this. <laughs> no, usually we, we, um, we start a race. So she's like, I'll race you down. So I'm like, I'm going to take the elevator. So she starts, nice, you know, taking nice. the stairs. And she would be waiting down for me. And this time around, I'm taking much longer than usual. So I started yelling. I'm like, Ate, Ate. And I think she heard me. And so she started running back up to the to the um, apartment. She started calling my mom. And all I could hear was like, Janine, Janine, are you there? I'm like, who else would it be, mom? Who else? I'm like, mama. <laughs> started crying started crying and then i could hear our natur so um the term natur guys is the caretaker of the building the watchman the watchman so his name was luis and i could still remember him luis yeah his name was luis indian he was indian i think indian that's not his real name because my watchman's name was chacha yeah, so they would usually the the watchman with, with the watchman would have their little tiny rooms in the the ground yeah, floor, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so his there, room, yeah. so he had this room there, and I could hear his voice as well. He's like, "It's okay, it's okay, Janine." So all I could hear was my mom and Louise's voice, and they were saying that everything was gonna be okay. But I was stuck there for like twenty twenty five minutes, so I don't know what they meant that everything was gonna be okay. Because I thought I was dying. I couldn't see anything. I was so scared. I think no, I, I peed myself a little, I would oh, say. Oh, dude. I don't want to know what to... <laughs> because I was that so ele- The condition of that elevator <laughs> when you got out. No, but I, I can't imagine because um, you were a kid. Yeah. And you're not exposed to anything like that growing up unless you were thrown into that situation, which unfortunately you were. Yeah. And it was always the, the timid child you know because my sister was always my protector she was always the 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 first one to try something the adventurous kid and i was always shy i was always like in my own zone with my teddy bears and so that type of situation i'm not used to at all so that was my first what am i gonna do alone without my sister who usually protects me at all time. And that's when my fear of enclosed spaces started. After that, I would How remember like having... Your life yeah, I remember having like nightmares from time to time, like waking up because I would dream about being stuck in an elevator again with different iterations, sometimes with other people, sometimes just alone, and sometimes even the elevator falling. <clears throat> like being stuck. Oh, there was one more thing that I forgot. This was the most, <clears throat> This I think this is the important thing that really sealed the deal to my fear. So Louise started opening up the <clears throat> the door to the elevator. So all I could hear was like... Like manually. Manually. Oh, wow. So he started okay. like... Oh, he's like, he's strong. He's, start, he's, he's actually a small man. <laughs> they're but the strongest. He, yeah, they are. So he started opening up this door. So I could see a glimpse of light peeking through. But when he opened it, what did I see? Concrete wall. 
a concrete wall in front of me and I could just see a glimpse of like a hole on top and I could see him peeking through like kneeling down and all I could see was his face and his hand saying Janine are you okay it's gonna be okay it's gonna be fine and all I could see was a concrete wall in front of me and how in the hell would I be fine (laughs) Being stuck in an elevator with a concrete wall in front of me. That's so scary. Yeah. So literally, I was in between two floors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that small gap. I mean, not and, a gap, small gap. But yes. Yeah, the yes. barrier that the barrier exactly so what he did was that i think the generator or the electricity failed or whatever so he manually had to go into the top floor where the whole system of the elevator is and he started that i don't know if pulling or doing something to make it work so that he could get it a little bit above or a little bit below i can't remember now and i had to get myself through the um, the the hole the hole yeah. yeah that's how i got out that's that's the story of how I survived a near death experience. Like, like, was it in the middle of the summer and you got like really? No, it wasn't. It, actually, it wasn't too hot. It was hot, but it was manageable. Okay. Like I could still breathe. Like that wasn't your concern at that point. No, like, I don't but care. my concern was that it wasn't the heat, but it was I couldn't breathe because I was hyperventilating. Right. Wow. So when I'm in enclosed spaces or even when I'm stuck in traffic, it gets to me. How about like when you fly in an airplane? When I fly, I'm okay because there's a window. Oh, okay. Just want yeah. to know what's going on outside. When I can't see anything, then I'm I'm like I feel the anxiety looming in. But the reason why I get anxious when I'm stuck in traffic, it's because I can't go anywhere. You know, when you're stuck in traffic and all you see is a sea of red lights in front of you, that's where I start getting like a little bit anxious. I'm like, oh no. But I'm getting through it. I'm getting through it. You know, okay. the one of the things that I'm so proud of myself for doing was that a couple of years ago, I think it was two years ago, we went to um, Egypt for my friend's wedding. And on the last day um, when we were there, because the wedding was right next to the Great Pyramids. How cool. Mm. Huh? So the last day um, of us being there, we decided to go and visit the Great Pyramids. And one of the pyramids, you can go in and crawl through this tiny, tiny space to get up to a hidden tomb that they've discovered. Whose tomb was it? I don't even know. It's like a tomb of a pharaoh or something. Like Cleopatra or something? No, I, I don't... It was very tiny. I don't think it was Cleopatra's tomb, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think she would have a grander, like a like a really expensive... This was just like a hollow cement that someone put together. It wasn't anything at all. But in order to get there, you it's like a really tiny upward slope that you would okay. have to trek and um, just like a man-made wooden ladder to get to it. And it was super hot. It was in the middle of... I think it was June, July. Yeah. Plus you're in the desert. Yeah. Plus it was in the middle of the desert. And in the middle of... You're inside a pyramid. So there's no air conditioning. There's nothing at all. So it took me three tries to get up so my friends started going up i i started getting anxious i was halfway through i went back down and then i tried again i went three quarters way through i went back down again and i'm like come on janine i made i pep talked myself and then this the guard he's like madam are you okay and i'm like i'm fine he's like it's not scary there, there's nothing to be scared about mm. there's no monsters i'm like dude i'm not scared about the monsters i'm scared about the aliens inside okay guys. <laughs> so one of my friend um dana she couldn't go up because she got bitten by a mosquito or something and so so her her foot started swelling and so she couldn't walk up so she opted to stay and she was trying to explain to the guard no no she's anxious she has claustrophobia and the guy was like what he Is couldn't that the understand fear of chickens yeah. <laughs> 
no chicken door, inside, no madam. Madam, KFC inside. <laughs> She's, he's like, it's okay, you can go. So I pep-talked myself, and by the third try, I was able to get myself through, and I actually have a video of me going through that tiny, oh, yeah? tiny slope. And so I got up, and by the time that I got up, the electricity stopped. Oh, no. <laughs> And so so everything went pitch black again. And I'm like, oh no, this is just like when I was six years old. This is bringing me back to... This is a sign I should never go in I know, what is happening? But but the good thing is we had all of our phones with us. So everyone started whipping out their phones and, you know, turning on their their flashlights. Okay, that's nice, yeah. Um, And we actually have a picture. I'm going to show it to you later. We have a picture of us um, on the the tomb. So it was was a nice experience and I was really proud of myself. Yeah, so like, like what we did speak about last week guys baby steps it's all it takes to maybe i literally baby stepped my way you baby <laughs> through crawled, that I'm sure. it took me a good 30 minutes to get up there i'm sure if you would just like go straight it would take you like five minutes but i went up went down went up again and went down yeah it's not a it's not a marathon it's yeah. uh i don't know what that saying is i don't know where i was going right now <laughs> It's not a marathon, but it's a sprint. Just go at your own pace. Exactly, you know? yeah. Like, my friends left me because they had to go up. And thank you, friends, for leaving me behind. Shout out to Janine's friends. Shout out Traitors. to Lana. <laughs> Um, but no, because I told them, guys, it's fine. You can leave me behind. You know, you can like just just go ahead. But then I went through my own pace and I got there, and I'm so proud of myself. That is very good. Yeah, that's a very good story. So that's uh, that's my story of me and my claustrophobia. I wouldn't say I'm over it. I'm I'm still like really scared of you know enclosed spaces. But from time to time, just do baby steps. Yeah, but uh, uh, what Janine did was actually the right way. You should acknowledge that you have a fear and know that it is is hindering you in your day-to-day life in yeah. one way or another and uh, just make a conscious effort yeah. to face them and just do it one day at a time yeah. obviously you're never gonna get rid of it in a day or two but yeah. i think every step you take towards facing your fears is what has to be done in order for you to come out thriving very inspirational mm-hmm. wow that was my ted talk guys thank <laughs> you for listening <laughs> So, Janine, you only have claustrophobia or is there anything else that you have or had or... I have fear of heights, but in an open space situation. Meaning? Like, I wouldn't be scared if I was on top of a building and there would be glass in front of me and I would be looking down, like peering down. I would be fine. I'm, I'm fine. Okay, so like if there's a barrier there... If there's then a barrier, you're okay. I'm but it's okay. like a helicopter pad which yeah. doesn't have any barrier than that. Yeah, so if I was seated on a ski, ski lift uh-huh. and my feet would be dangling, I would like shit my pants. Okay. I, I can't. I would be super scared. I did that once and I have a video. Um, my friend took a video of me like literally like dying on a ski lift in ski Dubai it wasn't in ski Dubai (laughs) it was in um, what is that studios in Singapore Uh, Singapore where it doesn't even snow it's not it's It's an indoor place it's not an indoor place it's an outdoor thing so we were on our way to a luge like the luging area in um, what was that studios in Universal Studios Universal Studios there you go in Singapore and right before that stop laughing (laughs) I feel like it was a movie set and you just sat there and you're like, oh no. It wasn't too high to be honest, but we were above the trees and I could see like, I could see the mountains, I could see the road and I'm like, oh man, this is not. And my feet were dangling and I was so scared and I could feel the air 
going through us. I was just so scared. <laughs> no, but but there is something protecting you, yes. right? In that seat. So, but that didn't do but enough no, to protect you. No, no. feel protected. No, I was still scared. Oh. So, as long as I could feel the air and I'm in an open space. So, like, roller coasters, no bueno. Anything that where I could feel I'm on top of something and I look down and I'm and I can see an open space uh-huh. and I could feel the air no 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 okay so do you uh do you remember that once in uh Buljal Arab Buljal Arab Buljal Arab the bulge okay <laughs> Burjal Arab yeah I said Burj okay okay, okay. try <laughs> saying it again Burjal Arab the B-A-J A-B-A-A okay Burjal Arab yeah gosh okay in the Arab. Burj okay. Arab yes there was a tennis match that happened in the yes. helicopter yes, pad yes. over there. What were your thoughts on that? Were you thinking, oh, that's fun? Or like, do these guys want to die? Yes. The latter? Yeah, the okay. latter. I I used to play tennis, by the way. This is something that you don't know as well. Yes, I used to play tennis. Um, uh, Like real tennis or like... Uh, no, fake tennis. On the Nokia. Because there was a tennis game on Nokia and I was the master of that. Really? Yeah. Well, so if you're the master of the Nokia tennis, I'm the master of real tennis. I'll challenge you right now. <laughs> okay, fine. You're actually dressed up perfectly for a tennis match. <laughs> Explain to them what I'm wearing. Yes, you know? he is wearing his gym clothes, if I may say. Like a long sleeve long sleeve top. His Under Armour. I'm oh, sorry, he wanted to show the logo. It's an Adidas long sleeve top. His Under Armour um, short. And then he has a champion headband on, guys. And he has his... Are those Adidas as well? Stance. Okay, yeah. Yeah, whatever he said. Um, Socks on. So he you definitely look like an... Eight, look you like know what you look like? You look like an 80s... Roller disco champion. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. That's what you look that like. That was the look I was going for. That's why I'm growing out my mustache. I need to start taking pictures of you so that they can visualize what we're talking about. Exactly. Maybe you know? maybe the cover art for this podcast <laughs> could be you yeah. in this. You have a tennis racket so I can um, pose, actually? I don't have it with me here. I have it at my parents' house. Guys, I used to play tennis. I u- um, Okay, what did I racket? say? I used to, right? Used yeah. to. What does that mean? In the previous period of time okay so when you used to play tennis would you still have i used to play uh basketball you... and i still have a basketball yeah also you don't play baseball but you have a baseball bat so what is that about okay let's get back to the, <laughs> to the podcast guys <laughs> we're talking about janine's fear of heights and what she thought about the tennis game that happened at the top of the yeah who was that i forgot who that was roger federer and someone else yeah roger federer there you go and yeah that that i was actually really scared for them i'm like oh my gosh what if one of them falls through it would have been a glorious death that mm. like doing what he loved at the at the helipad on the on the only seven star hotel in the world that's true but then he would fall on um he would fall in in water yeah but you know how then, high that is no one can yeah i know that. yeah you would break unless you're yeah. like chris hemsworth or something falling into the depths of the ocean yeah yeah true speaking of ocean you want to talk about your fear i uh <laughs> it's a stupid fear but and it's a stupid story but i'm pretty sure all of you want to laugh yeah Let's laugh uh, about your fear because that's what we're all about, making fun of you. So I have, <laughs> you know, it's like yin yang. You're like the light and I'm the darkness. And like I'm the comic relief maybe in all mm-hmm. this. Uh, but I have a fear which a lot of people do have. So I have a fear of open waters. And this is embarrassing to tell in front of Janine because she's a mermaid. She <laughs> lives in the water. 
but yeah, I do. I I have a fear of open waters when I'm in an ocean or the sea or anything. Um, in a pool as well. In a I, pool. I ca- if I cannot feel the surface below me, no, I panic. Yeah, come on. And it's and it's really so. If you're in the deeper me. end of the pool, yeah, 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 I cannot. Like I always hold the railings of a pool, walk as much as I can. If and if I cannot, so like tiptoeing. I'm tiptoeing really, and I'm my <laughs> fingers are in that. And that crease of the pool, just like it's like moving towards the deeper end. I'm like, okay, so this is where I have to stop, and then I like, start going back. But what if the current takes you in? Uh, you know, so that, so this is away. how the fear developed, actually. Um, so I actually do have this fear till now, guys. Um, I'm sorry, I'm laughing. Which is really sad. I'm a 29 year old man, and I'm afraid of the ocean. Uh, but this actually started when I was a kid. Um, we went to. Feel so bad for even telling this story. We went to uh, I went to Wild Wadi, which is uh, like a theme park, a water theme park. Yeah, here in Dubai. It was when I was around nine or ten, mm-hmm. and I was having fun on the floaties, doing these slides and everything. And then suddenly, what's this cool thing? Uh, like a like our yearly fun. Day. Yeah, yeah. What's that? What's it called? It's called something. like an outing, like a school like outing. outing. A school yeah, outing, yeah. yeah. And it's the first time like we're all like seeing each other half naked. <laughs> I was like, Haha, bro, you're so fat, dude. <laughs> so you were already traumatized by them. I was already traumatized, fat. yeah, because I was half naked. Um, I haven't hit puberty yet, so I was that still was okay. your fear. <laughs> yeah, that was my. Fear. That's how everything came about. <laughs> but I remembered I was in the lazy pool at one yeah. point, and I was enjoying with my friends, and then I felt the. So the lazy pool has a current. It has a yeah. sort of. I think you're talking about the wave pool. A wave wave yes, pool, yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. wave pool. Yeah. So it has um, artificial waves which yeah. come out of somewhere from the mm-hmm. back, and this wave started pulling me in instead of pushing me away. It started pulling me in into yeah. the deeper end. And you didn't have your floaties on. I did not have any. See, floaties this is on. your number one mistake. You went in and you didn't have your floaties on. No, but. Uh, in the consent form, which the parents signed, they yeah. say that the, the teachers will be everywhere monitoring the kids to make sure that no one is safe. Uh, but they were not there. They were all <laughs> actually having, having their, lunch. their own fun. <laughs> they were in They're the like, other pool. Yeah, this is our time to have fun too. <laughs> Screw these kids. Exactly. We have no future. <laughs> <laughs> no, so what, what happened was the waves were pulling me back into yeah. the deeper end and I started drowning. I started drinking a lot of water. I was Gosh. gasping for air. Oh no. And no one was helping me. Like none of my friends, they were all just like staring at me. They're probably like, what is he doing? Dude, just stand, dude. <laughs> <laughs> just put your feet on the ground. So what happened is I started panicking. Were I was you a short kid? I was until I hit puberty. Okay. Yes, I was pretty okay, short. Okay. Uh, a lifeguard saved me. <laughs> He pulled he me out. He did a mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. <laughs> <laughs> I was okay. I was just panicking. Okay. And then he pulled me out. And then he explained to me what had happened. Oh, no. And he told me, if you're ever drowning again, just raise your right hand. That's like an international sign, apparently, for okay. for drowning. But that's not easy to do when you're drowning. Exactly. Like, like how would gonna, you... Like, who's going to remember to raise their hand? Yeah. When, when you're panicking. Yeah. Engulping, like, water. Exactly. No, but from that day onward, I I was really terrified of the, the deep waters. Because mm. he, after the... So after that's ex- what triggered it. That's what triggered yeah. it. Yeah. He explained to me what everything happened. He took me to the administration office of Wild Wadi. I had to sign. I had to put emergency contacts. Uh, wrote down the lifeguard who saved me. I think he gets oh, some no. bonus or something. 
<laughs> I saved this kid's I life. I saved this kid. I'm you know what you need to do? Grateful. You need to find him again and just express your gratitude towards him. Like, dude, thank you. I'm still alive because of you. No, I'm actually pissed that he saved me. I should have been my accident from, from this world. Um, but you know, that. having said that, there is a story which I do have where I almost drowned as well. My second drowning, which, which actually happened in a shower. And that was one of my very, very few... That, that was a very scary time for me because it was in I'm a shower and I'm I did drown. Thanks. This is just too funny. Like, who drowns in a shower? If I explain setting? the story, you will understand. Okay, fine, so I fine. was okay. uh, in one of my. I was in the gym one day, yeah. and this was somewhere in December, like winter time, mm-hmm. December. So like December, or January, I went to yeah. the gym. So guys, I have this process when I shower that I first shower with hot water, open up the pores. So I put all on my soap. So I shampooed my face, wash everything with hot water, and I rinse it all off with cold water. But on this particular day. I wasn't expecting that the water to be freezing cold. So what happened is I I did I put on my shampoo. Um, Your whole routine. I did my whole routine. The whole cleansing, everything. Mm. Wash away that sweat. You mm-hmm. know, that hard, like that cold, hard-earned sweat. Mm-hmm. And then I so I turned on the cold water. After that, it shocked me. Gosh. I opened my mouth and all the suds from my shampoo, my face wash, went into my throat. So I went. <gasps> so no. I, I got I got shocked. For when the water hit my skin, I was like, <gasps> and in that moment, all the suds came into my throat, and gosh. I started choking. I couldn't breathe. Oh I, gosh! I, at this point, I couldn't breathe at all. No one else was in the gym that day. I was the only one in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Janine's trying so hard not to laugh, and she's acting so concerned. But she's like, "Dude, we're not the shower, dude." I'm trying to be empathetic towards. What it's not working. To I can you. see your face. You know that, right? But it was really scary, and I was I was struggling. I didn't First know what to all, do. First of all, how much sunsing did you have to do? I use a lot of product, by the way, when I shower. Fine. A lot. Like if you would see it, you'd be like, "Yo, <laughs> easy on the suds, dude." <laughs> I like feeling clean. I like stuff when they sud a lot. That's okay. how I know like it's working. Mm. That's why I don't use oil, oily face wash because you really can't feel. You want it to like bubble up. Exactly. Okay. Full bubble. I want to come okay. out like a bubble monster. Okay, so I did. I couldn't breathe. I was gasping Gosh. for air, and this was like a good solid thirty seconds. And you tried breathing through your nose. I like, tried breathing everywhere, oh but you you know when you're in that state no. of like panic. Yeah, yeah. In that constant state of panic. Oh gosh! And it's like fight or flight. So I didn't know yeah. what to do. So yeah. I thought of opening my uh, throat a little bit more. So I started drinking the shower water, and it helped. And I started being able to breathe. And you know that day I couldn't speak. My throat was the like whole day, clogged. that whole night. Oh gosh! I came home and I told yeah, my cause mom. Yeah, because you started like panting and you're probably coughing up so, a lot. So I had crazy chest pain. Oh gosh! Crazy chest pain. Did you go to the doctors after? I no, doctor emergency in room five. Oh, what happened? Uh, he choked on um, soap. Shampoo. Oh, so can I see this kid? Uh, he's sorry. He's actually twenty four. Oh. <laughs> This he's not is a new. kid anymore. He's not a kid. Like everyone thinks, oh, that must have been a kid having a bubble bath yeah, with his exactly. mom or something. <laughs> like no, he just came from the shower in the gym. Like, more tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty grown. <laughs> and ever since then, I just had a fear of showering. <laughs> <laughs> of water. So you stopped showering ever since. That explains everything. I actually stopped showering at that gym. Until my membership expired, like yeah. I just went home. Where was this gym? 
It was in Abu Hill. So it was very close to your place. It was very close to So why house. wouldn't you just shower? Like, why don't you just shower at your place? Because, um, <laughs> <laughs> guys, I'm very cheap and I want to make full use of my gym membership. So <laughs> I do amenities. everything there. I use their, I use the gym. I steal their water. I fill up my five-gallon <laughs> bottle at the gym. And then I take it home. Do they give you free drinking water? They give me free drinking water. Okay. Yeah, and they gave free towels. And I always used to steal a towel. Gosh. I'm one of those guys, you know, when you start a gym and you're like, yeah. why is there towels so yeah. polite diminishing? <laughs> it's because of me, guy. It was, a, it was you know, uh, we should do an episode on unethical money-saving hacks. We should. And I think you can save a lot of money from yeah. your membership. We should. And that's sprouted like a lot of other fears, especially when I went to Philippines last year. Yeah. Last in last two years i tried surfing but i was like only on the shore yeah. <laughs> so like you let wouldn't. you get in the water <laughs> and like everyone's like pro over there like yeah. their kids kids literally would, so like, you would surf up until where the shore would exactly, you know start to get less shallow exactly and, and i would crash like, into okay. a family's picnic because <laughs> that's i wanted to <laughs> maximize how much time i want that important you wanted to get into the sand <laughs> You're like, let me get myself where I'm very sure that my feet would hit the sand. And you know that's and the funniest part of that was uh, I did uh, surfing lessons, so you have to declare how good you are at swimming. And I, I ever since then, I never did like practice swimming. I would. Were you honest with your declaration? And I did. I put uh, professional, but then I told the instructor like, because this is like documented. I didn't want to embarrass myself, but I just told it. I whispered into my. Uh, you're like dude you know i'm trying to impress this girl with me so i put in professional but i'm not really a professional i'm really scared of deep waters yeah help me out i want to this girl only dates surfer dudes and you can see by my tattoos i'm halfway there i just need to stand on a board in the ocean and take one good picture well i did learn how to surf to add into my tinder profile picture adventurous (laughs) you know ladies surfer surfing surfer camp. dude living the good life nice. hanging 10 uh but i think slowly but surely like that was one thing that i did to yeah. help me get out of that state of fear when it comes to open waters yeah. or something anything related to an ocean or the sea and it was baby steps as well um mm-hmm. but i was uh, it was really fun though surfing is yeah. a lot of fun i would love to surf I've never surfed, but you I would love surfed? to. No, no. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, I've I've tried. I I used to longboard, so that's like concrete surfing. But I've never um, concrete surfing. Yeah, that's what the you closest call you've done to surfing is like surfing the internet. I'm sure. Well, let's get ourselves to Bali or Shargao. Yeah, once flight opens up, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure we should. And we're gonna have a surfing competition. So done. Good I'm luck. There. I'm there. Good luck. I'm there. Okay. I'll teach you how to surf. No, thank you. Learn how to walk. Learn how to shower. Learn how to navigate through deep waters first without without crapping your pants and then challenge me. But it's a lot of fun. It's you should really try it. Yeah, sure. I will. And I'm gonna challenge you. I'm waiting for that day. Okay. Fine. You wanna go now? No. Jumeirah Beach. Sure. Okay, guys, um, thank you for listening in. Yeah, um, we're going to close off this podcast because we're going to go to Jumeirah Beach. Beach? Beach, dude. (laughs) Beach. We're going to go to Jumeirah Beach and we're going to have a surfing competition, which we all know I'm going to win. So good luck. Okay, fine. Okay, so. So before we close this off. Yeah. 
Also, I feel really bad about your fears, but I really hope that you'll be able to get over your deep water fear because I, I go to the beach all the time, dude. How are you going to surf? How are you going to challenge me to a surfing competition? I can surf, but just give me floaties. <laughs> Imagine just... you surfing on a surfboard with floaties. I know, on. like long hair, tattooed guy. Like, whoa, who is this guy? Like, uh, you know those can, where's your air pump <laughs> <laughs> no not the waist ones you know the ones for the kids where they put it on the arms oh, on the biceps yeah. yeah that's what you need yeah, yeah. I already have one of those oh you have one yeah but you put it on your wrist because I don't think it's gonna fit your arms yeah put on my wrist on yeah. my neck yeah. I think you need one on your neck and then on your um, ankles as well mm-hmm. there it's basically you go. a starfish yeah like a star <laughs> flotation floating <laughs> around and then we're going to take a proper picture of you to put on your Tinder profile yeah. picture. Yeah. I need to impress the ladies. Yeah. Because that's what I do best. <laughs> yeah. That was a... something serious. Okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not okay. laughing. Yeah. I forgive you. Yeah, you do. You do I impress the ladies. You. Okay. So <laughs> last episode, we introduced our segment of handy advice. And for this episode... My handy advice goes hand in hand with my, what I've learned. Hand in hand. Hand in hand. That was really good, by the way. I'm so impressed with what I said. She's on cloud nine. Yeah. Okay, go. Goes hand in hand with, um, with with what I've learned for this week. My handy advice would be just face your fears, but face it in in a controlled environment so when i was researching about fears because that that's our topic for for this week and there's something that's called exposure therapy and so this is what i'm gonna read um the official wikipedia description of it so exposure therapy is a technique in behavior therapy to treat anxiety disorders Mm -hmm. exposure therapy involves exposing the target patient to the anxiety source or its contacts without the intention to cause any danger so for me I'm, you know, I'm scared of enclosed spaces or I'm, I have a fear of heights. And so I need to push myself um, to be in those environment without feeling that I'm in danger. So okay. when I went into that um, tiny space to get into that, the top of the pyramid, I took my own pace to get into there. No one was forcing me. I didn't feel like my life was threatened in any way. Um, so try that. Try exposing yourselves to your fears in order for you to get over them. And so they use this a lot apparently to cure or to, it's an effective treatment for disorders such as anxiety disorders, obsessive compulsive disorders, PTSDs, and specific phobias. Like just like my claustrophobia and I guess fear of heights as well. No, that's so. actually really smart. Uh, you should always have someone there who's moderating the whole event. Yeah. Like when I was doing sur- uh, when I did surfing, yeah. my best friend was there with me, and he's a professional in everything. Yeah, extreme sport. He's he knows what he's doing. So it was a bit safer at the back of my mind, knowing yeah. that there's someone there who can help me in case someone professional. Yeah, and my instructor was there as well. So it, it was is, a controlled environment. It was a hundred percent controlled environment. And see, right like every after every time I shower now, there's someone there with me. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just monitoring. Okay, is the water temperature okay? The pressure of the water. Okay. Yeah. Good. Just How much are you paying this here. person? My mom does it for free. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How many times do you shower? Because you shower a lot, by the way, in a day. Yeah, dude. There's so a so virus going out in the world. <laughs> you gotta stay clean. Wow. 
True that. True that. So guys, wash your hands. Take your showers as soon as you get home. Don't touch your face. Don't touch your face, wear your guys. Wear your wear your mask. Stay indoors as much as possible. Yeah, if you can. While we go to the beach. While we go to Well, you know what? I'm okay with the beach because there's still social distancing, you know, there social distancing. And UAE, Dubai in general, the, the people are really respecting the social distancing um, rule. And everyone's still wearing their masks. Everyone's scared to get fined. You know that's why? One people are not fine. scared of the coronavirus. They're scared of the police. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> those guys will like eat you down. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the fines. True. And the fines, there's some hefty fines. So you better mask up. Wash your hands, take a shower, just protect yourselves, guys. Yeah, stay clean, stay hygienic. And use exposure therapy. Expose yourselves to your fears. You'll get over them. And if you don't get over them, that's fine. You can still have your fears. And just like what Josh did, he started surfing and he enjoyed surfing, although he still has that fear of open, you know, open deep waters. But you surprise yourself because you actually enjoyed surfing. Yeah, and it did take me to a different place because yeah. I do still have a fear, but I still try to push myself mm-hmm. beyond that yeah. because I don't want it to dictate how I should be living my life. If all my friends will be like one day, hey, let's go to the beach or mm-hmm. let's go surfing. I don't want to be that one guy's like, oh, no, you guys carry on. I'm afraid of the water. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, yeah if you have any questions or comments on that, you guys can let us know as well. Send in your your fears and how did you... You know, and what are the steps that you're taking to overcome them? And if you have any questions or, you know, anything that you would like to ask us for advice for, again, we're not qualified to give out any but advice. But we think it's fun. But we think it's fun. Exactly. And we'll try our best to put in a fun spin to putting out advices. Basically, what we're saying is we'll give advice that you should not do. Yes. I should not follow through. Take it, it, take it with a grain of salt, guys. So we just talked about exposure therapy. Just yeah, just live, let your fear control you guys. <laughs> just live in a constant state of despair. Expose yourselves to us. Send in your DMs. <laughs> send in your email. So send in your DMs and follow us on Instagram at Half a Nice Day Podcast and email us. <laughs> there we are. Let me repeat that. So send in your DMs on Instagram. Follow us at Half a Nice Day Podcast and send in your email at half a nice day show at gmail.com. And follow us on um, Apple Podcast, Spotify. You can rate us um, on Apple Podcast um, and follow us on Spotify and anywhere you stream your podcasts from. I'm getting better at you are this. Getting better. I am. Better than last week. Better than last yeah. week, I would say. By the third, fourth round, I'll be a pro at this. Yeah, and guys see how we grow from all this. So. Yeah. It's going to be gonna, fun. It's going to be a exciting. fun ride. So, thank you everyone. Thank you for tuning in and listening to our second episode, and we hope to see you in the next episode. Everyone, have, have a, a nice, nice day. day. Oh, someone's happy. Guys, face your fears, live your dreams. <laughs>